trying hard. You're just trying hard to be the professional. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. Really hard. Howdy, Louia. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're good. Welcome back. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. So we're. <laughs> We're here with our guests, Casey and Alyssa, Grace and Hudson, and we've been talking about empowering the next generation in the WIT conference, and there's just a couple more things <laughs> that we wanted to address, and I know, Hudson, you wanted to talk more about the panel. Definitely. I am stoked for the panel. Um, so, basically, um, this isn't just Grace and I forming our own questions and just asking some people about it. We, we have some previous pastors, youth leaders, professors um, gonna be on this panel and I can't wait to hear their ideas. But um, the thing I'm probably most excited about is that the questions are coming from our attendees. It's not just Grace and I. Um, and I'm fully expecting these questions to be um, tough questions. Mm -hmm. um, questions that need to be uh, asked. Um, things like, you know, why are we here? Why is there pain in the world? You know, mm -hmm. important things. So. Um, Casey, is there anything else you want to yeah, add about that? Yeah, so you'll them? get a card when you when you come in to the Q&A panel. Uh, you'll get a card to be able to fill it out and submit that. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Grace and Hudson are going to go through those and, and kind of condense the questions. You know, we got five questions about this. You know, problem of evil. How do we solve that? And then the, the best part about panels, it's not a lecture. It's it's. A number of people, you know, having a conversation with you about a topic. And, and one of my favorite things is that they're not telling you what to think. They're telling you how they solve a problem, you know. And so it's important to go into a Q&A with that mentality. I'm asking a question and I'm getting their answer. You might not get your answer, but you're going to get their answer and you could learn something from their answer. You know, it's very important to assume that the person you're talking to knows something you don't. Uh, and, uh, and so it's like hashtag... Jordan Peterson. <laughs> it's one of his, it's in a book, but it's like, uh, it's just so important. Um, and so, so that's going to be a ton of fun. I love Q and A's. They're like my favorite thing. Yep. They really are. Can I get to say, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> Yeah. but this is how I, this yeah. is how I've come to terms with that question. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. And when you have a team but, of people, you know, mm -hmm. together who, and if you don't know the answer or don't have you know, well, I don't know if this is a Christ-centered answer. You know, you mm -hmm. have other people on the on the panel too yeah. who can speak up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not a debate. A debate is you're saying your opinion and why you should believe your opinion, mm -hmm. and the other person is you know coming against that and establishing their thesis. And mm -hmm. a Q and A is very much we're all in this together, trying to figure this thing out. Mm -hmm. And there's this there's this prerequisite to being a part of uh, the panel that you are fully aware that you do not know everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, so, it's so important. Oh, I've never thought about it that way <laughs> or, type yeah. of thing. Or else yeah, pride yeah. would be in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to be aud uh, that audacious that I would assume I understand mm -hmm. this this completely make, transcendent yeah. celestial deity. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. There's <laughs> 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 a lot of my theological <laughs> points summed up in... in a, you know, three words. I don't know. I'm expecting that answer. <laughs> yeah. I do. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, you're not really selling the panel thing now. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, person. well. Just get, you'll get every answer you ever wanted. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be great, though. Yeah. It will be fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. 
Yeah, and uh, let's continue too because I wanted to address again how to empower the next generation or even the current generation, right? Mm. Um, in case you kind of already talked a little bit about how we can have skew, a skewed lens on how we see younger people mm -hmm. and how that's not how God sees us necessarily. Right. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't just dispose of us. You, you, what is it? Is it second Timothy four twelve? Do not let anyone others look down look on you because you're young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was my life verse for a while. It's so good. Um, it's still a good reminder. You know, none of us are qualified, mm -hmm. you know, but the Lord entrusts us and he, he qualifies us. He, yeah. He provides everything that we lack in or don't have, whether that's knowledge and wisdom yeah. or those answers or, yeah. or certain skills and those things. So what are some ways that we can empower younger people? Um, so I think the first thing that could be mentioned is uh, definitely prayer. Um, mm. It's so important, so crucial. Mm. Um, you know, I hear some people say like, oh, well, what at least we can do is pray for them, you know. But no, 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 mm. no, no. It is the most we can do. Mm -hmm. And I just, the more we pray for this upcoming generation, mm -hmm. the big, you know, the bigger changes, the, you know, the large jumps, the leaps of faith that we're going to mm -hmm. see mm -hmm. for sure. Which means praying for th their leaders yes. too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, next is like, you want to include them. Like you can't just sit there and, and bug them like, oh, come to church, come to church, because then they're going to think that you're not really looking at them for them, mm -hmm. which little do they know. Like Jesus is them. That's who they are. <laughs> but um, no, so you got to, you really got to invest in them and, and who they are to make sure that they know that, that you're actually looking at who they think that they are and that you value them too, that you're yeah. not just trying to, you know, do your agenda and your schedule and like, mm -hmm. oh, I got to get this person, this person, this person. But you're really, you care. You know, mm -hmm. that's what yeah. everybody wants to know is that they're cared for. And mm -hmm. that's so important to establish too, just so that they actually feel loved. Like that's mm -hmm. all we're about is love. You're mm -hmm. supposed to love. That's what Jesus asks. Yeah. But. Yeah. To piggyback off of that, like Grace mentioned, we're compelled by love. Uh, and, and, and love is, God is love, right? Um, and she mentioned the identity, the Christ, the Christ-centered identity in each and every person. And one of the things that I found is that when you look at somebody from a worldly perspective, you can see all their faults. You can mm -hmm. see, you know, where they're falling short. You can see their mistakes. You can see their past and, you know, maybe their agenda or whatever, all the negatives. But there's something about looking at people with the lens of Christ, you know, and then you see their identity and you go, wow, man, look at, look at who they are in Christ. And it's so beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. and, and nothing else matters at that point. You know, you're able to really include them into your life because you see who they truly are. Maybe they don't even see it yet, mm -hmm. but you do. And you can continue to, to, to see that. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I think, I think that when you do that too, that naturally leads us to affirm those around us. So when you're loving people that way and you're seeing them through the eyes of Christ, you're going to start to see the things that he's gifted them with uniquely. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean when you can see that in someone else and kind of get um, a glimpse of what he sees in them and what he intended for them to do in his kingdom here on earth. Um, and once you can do that, I feel like that's where we real relationship will start. Mm -hmm. um, when we can look past, you know, even our own needs, because you get to know someone, you start to notice all the amazing things about them. And 
just the way that he's uniquely gifted them for the situation for the time even so um, I'm getting to know all these things about these students I didn't know ones that want to do stuff with media Mm -hmm. ones that are interested Mm -hmm. in tons of things and I'm like I never would have known this Mm -hmm. and it's not anything I'm doing it's like Christ revealing to them what they're supposed to be doing and Mm -hmm. how can we build them up and affirm them and that to be um, just who Christ has intended them to be and what does that look like in a community like this. And if students are doing that for each other and leaders are doing that for students and leaders are doing that for each other, we're going to see students doing that to leaders. And I think that's what heaven looks like here on earth. Yeah. And in in response to that, like, I think it's important to note that God is the creator, not the enemy. And so if you notice something in someone, God was the one who put something Mm -hmm. there. It's either been stewarded well, Mm -hmm. or it's been manipulated. You know, so so you can look at a student who's say say they're very rebellious. You know, they're just they're they're they they buck authority, they buck the system all the time. They're you know they're disrespectful. You can look at that and you can go, man, Satan's really made them rebellious. He's really given them a spirit of rebellion. Or you can go, God has given them a spirit of leadership. He has given them a calling uh, in, into authority. They're able to 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 question. They're strong. You know, they're influential. They 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 won't they won't compromise their beliefs mm-hmm. and and you can see that that the enemy may have manipulated a god-given mm-hmm. gift you know uh but you you have yeah you have to remember it's it's been manipulated it hasn't that's it wasn't put in there you know by the enemy you know it, it was it was something that that god had had uh, had placed in those in those students and so yeah it's really hard to look at students uh Look at students from a from a lens of negativity, like oh, well, we're gonna have to clean them up, and they're so difficult, and and oh, they just you know their music's so loud, and they want their laser lights, and it's like yeah, man, I don't know, like maybe they're excited, maybe they, maybe they have a lot of energy, you know, maybe they want to have fun, and maybe that's a good you gotta thing. Come like children. Yeah, you know, word, right? well they're just distracted. It's like no, I don't, I don't think they're distracted. They're just vain. I don't think they're vain. I think I think the Lord's given them a desire for life and and, and energy and fun and enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and we can guide that. We can well maybe no laser lights during the altar time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we can guide it and we can help them, but but it it, it takes it takes a non cynical spirit mm. to be able to disciple students well. Amen. And I think that when we celebrate that. who God wants them to be right now, mm-hmm. um, that's how they build confidence in mm-hmm. who He's called them to be. So if we can kind of I don't know, guide or say, you know what? It's okay that you want to do this. How, how can we help you succeed? Mm-hmm. Not how can you, how can we make you more like us? Oh, who's God yes. called you to be? Mm-hmm. Not who do we want you to be for our mm-hmm. convenience or our yep. comfort. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. One of my favorite things I've mentioned this before in past series called, you know, like having the eyes of Christ and, yeah, you yeah. know, and things like that. One of my favorite things, um, about God is that he sees us past, present, and future. Mm. And so it's not just, oh, you poor broken thing, I know your past. Or mm. um, he doesn't just see us just where we're at now, we might feel stuck or something. Mm. But he sees us with eyes of of hope made yeah. in him his image of who we're going to become. Yeah. And we and we need that in each other. Iron sharpens iron. And and you're right, you can you can correct someone in truth and love without being cynical yeah, to in, younger people. In one of David's Psalms he talks about in it, all all my days have been written in your book, O Lord. <laughs> all my days have been written in this in this book. And and though I don't take it literally, you know, <laughs> I still think um like though he does have that lens. He 
God doesn't forget what he created you to do. <laughs> he doesn't forget who you are when he created you, when he, you know, when he knit you together in your mother's womb. He, he's not second guessing that. He doesn't look at you and go, ah, who is, gosh, who is that? I didn't make them like that. He looks at you through these eyes of of hope, like yeah. you just said. Yeah. It's and, and it's so important to remember because if we ever find ourselves looking at uh, at somebody, and especially in the in the context of, of next gen ministries, if we find ourselves looking at a student or, or a young person in with, with the eyes of uh, with cynical eyes, it just that's not. That's not the way the Lord looks at them. It doesn't edify. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't edify. We, and we need to check ourselves and go, hold on. Okay, I'm being, I'm, I'm becoming a little bit critical mm-hmm. of them. And they might, they might really make you mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, in youth ministry, man, they're going to, they're going to make you so mad. And you'd be like, why don't you just stop it? You know, like, I can't tell you a lot of my conversations. No, with yeah. <laughs> I won't. I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get it. You already know. It's like, just stop it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't do that. At, uh, but you know, we all need that at times. We all need that at times. But you gotta. All right, Lord. There is a progression that's taking place, and you know the end of the story because their their names have been written in that book, yeah. and you know the end of their story. Yeah. And work in progress. By golly, yeah. they're gonna get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because because we're it's the, it's the process of sanctification. Mm-hmm. No one has arrived yet, and I yeah. think the heart of discipleship is knowing that. And I think also just thinking about. We have to caution ourselves um, to not be prideful um, when we're looking to the younger people Mm -hmm. um, and to one another. Um, We have to be humble and you cannot have humility until you see your true position in Christ, that he is Lord over all and he is sovereign and we are, <laughs> you're, you'll be humbled real quick. Mm. And, and I, and, and once you do that, you, you are able to have the eyes of Christ and you can see that each person has something to contribute. So I think something that's really important is to pr- provide people an opportunity to grow, not mm-hmm. just keep them in a box, but give them an opportunity. Like if I want to disciple maybe another vocalist on a worship team or something, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk with them and try to help them boost their confidence. Yeah. And Christ has made yeah. you for this and affirm them, like you said, Alyssa, yeah. but also give them opportunities where I yeah. step aside mm-hmm. yeah. and give them the microphone. They have the chance to, to do that. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. I think for giving real. opportunities like that is... And something, uh, something I've noticed with this generation specifically, the uh, Generation Z, they're so interpersonally connected. They access each other at all times. <laughs> you know, if you really want to disciple a student, if you really want to, uh, to show them that you really care, that you that you love them, and that you want them to be the, you know, that that. If you, you want you want them to follow Jesus as best they can, right? You mm-hmm. you really want them to uh, become that that person God wants them to be. You have to be available. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no hours on this thing. You can't go. Oh well, you know, you know, I'm with my family tonight. I can't oh, yeah. take this call. You know, or yeah. or can't text you right now. You know, I'm at the movie. It's like I'm. I, there 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 is you know there's boundaries you have Attention. to set for yourself to make yeah. sure you're healthy, of course. Mm-hmm. But but when it comes down to it, I think we're very good at. At uh, at remaining comfortable because, or under that that uh, facade of spiritual health and rest, mm-hmm. you know, well, I need to be rested, so I'm not going to take this call right now when it's inconvenient. It's like no, it's supposed to be inconvenient, you know, Whatever like. It takes. 
<laughs> it's yeah. fun. It's whatever it takes, man. Yeah, if you right. want a disciple, you better be. Yeah. I, I have my phone on. I just I just wrote a chapter about this in in um, in a new book, and uh, and I talk about having my phone on all night. I have the ringer on, uh, and and people know that they can call me. You know, I won't wake up to a text. There's no way I'm going to wake up to that little ding, ding. You know, mm-hmm. I won't do it. I can't. You know, I'm a deeper sleeper than that. But I'll wake up to the alarm. You know, my, my ringtone is the same alarm I wake up to in the morning yep. because that reason. And I've, I can't tell you how many phone calls I've taken at 3 a.m., rolled out of bed, you know, yeah. to, to, to handle a phone call because it's needed. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's definitely not easy, but you have to take that train track a little bit further past just the words of affirmation and mm. make yourself available like mm-hmm. you have to invest in these people invest in this next generation mm-hmm. like let them know like i'm here for you and, you know yeah yeah that's like the big thing like nobody wants to do it alone if you're gonna give it to them and say oh you got to do it alone they're gonna get too scared mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so if you make sure that they know that you're there like i'm gonna hold your hand as long as you let me as long as you need me like yeah. i'm gonna be here they're going to grow so much because they know that there's somebody there holding them up and building mm-hmm. them up just the way that Jesus would. You know, that's the the whole point. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'm thinking of the scripture that's talking about the multiple strands of a cord mm-hmm. are not easily broken. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. 